And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends! Welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. It's me, Billy Darcy. What an absolute treat. Feel the hype, spread the hype. As always, if you're feeling hype and you're not spreading it, have a look at yourself. But I can't even contain my excitement. It's episode 59. And I know what episode it is because it's it's easily the biggest episode. It's easily the biggest episode so far. The huge announcement I've been baiting for week upon week upon... It's just been two weeks. Didn't want to drag it out too much, you know. But when you... I think when you... Sort of show business. Let's talk about it for a second. You know, you start out small. Open my comedy. You start your little, your, your little Facebook page, your little podcast. You think, oh, maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll get to the top, see a bit of that cheddar everyone's talking about, okay? And I'm here to say, I can barely see you guys from all the way up here because Get Around Me has its first sponsor. So I'll just give all you guys a moment to uh, to clap away in your cars or your wherever you're listening this to this. Holy shit, we did it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, oh, what a moment. What a huge moment. Uh, my pod's first sponsor. This is great. Now I had now not many of you know this, but when I was a when I was a kid, I had a little notebook. And uh, I remember it was year one, and, and the teacher said, Everyone, I want you to write down your dreams in a notebook. And I wrote down, this is a very specific goal for a seven-year-old, but I put in my notebook, by episode 59 of my solo comedy podcast, I want to have my first official sponsor. And my teacher said, what's a podcast? And I said, just you wait and see, Miss Thompson. We'll see who's laughing. We'll see whose parents are getting called in for antisocial behavior when I nail this first sponsor. And I've got a sponsor. It's happened. It's finally fucking happened. Uh, so I should talk about the sponsor because that's how sponsors work. Firstly, this sponsor is actually very cool. It's right up my alley as well. You'll all notice that, uh, if you watch this show on YouTube, you'll, you'll notice that some of my shirts while recording this show have been nothing short of average. Even sometimes I pulled out all the stops. You'll notice this shirt is markedly better than anything I've worn on this pod so far. And so introducing the pod's first sponsor, it's VM Apparel. Love it. It's a young party shirt company based on the northern beaches of Sydney. And uh, let me tell you, let me tell you guys, these shirts are going off the charts. I'm wearing the leopard print here. Let me just say this. This uh, this is a brand for winners, okay? So it's, you know, they're, they're great party shirts. They're loud. They're for any occasion. Some of them aren't as loud as others. You know, you could, you could easily rock a brunch into a day drinking session with the lads, you know? Maybe you go, uh, you go to a nice wake. You put a blazer over it. You, ce- you celebrate the life of a, of a family member. And then when everyone, you know, at that moment where the funeral gets like that party vibe and everyone's like, oh, this is actually pretty fucking fun. Blazer comes off, VM apparel. Welcome to the jungle, okay? So it's an, un- it's a, it's a, it's a unbelievable shirt company. I personally love all the shirts they've got. I know you're going to love them too. VM apparel stands for Vibesman Apparel. Fuck yeah, it does. I love that. So on their Instagram, VM Apparel, you can uh, order uh, order some shirts on there. Jeez, they're good shirts. And you know what? Not a bad time for me to get a party shirt company as a sponsor mid-November, okay? December, January? Pfft. What do you think I'm going to be wearing the whole time? Apart from a brief window in December where I will unironically be wearing Lowe's Christmas party shirts. And people who wear those ironically, go fuck yourself. They're great shirts on the right occasion. But uh, a party shirt company coming on board just as we head into summer. I mean, they say there's no God, but someone answered my prayers. Someone answered my prayers. And I, I love it. VM Apparel, get around it. Get on their Instagram. They're just rebuilding a brand new website at the moment um, for the online store. So that's going to be fantastic. But you can still order off their Instagram page, VM Apparel. I'll put the link in the description of this pod. And, uh, and, and all I can say is VM Apparel, welcome aboard, okay? Because let me, let me tell you this, you, you want to catch a rocket to the moon, do you get on at Pluto? Do you get on 
a nearby star? Do you get on at the International Space Station? Nah, dude. You get on at the ground. And that's what I am. I'm a rocket to the moon wearing a beautiful party shirt, okay? So get on VM Apparel. Next stop, the top, okay? I'll, I'll wear this on Have You Been Paying Attention this time next year. Thanking you. But it's a fantastic brand. And uh, look, believe it or not, actually, firstly, I want to run through. I pitched um, the VM Apparel Boys. They didn't ask me to, but I pitched a few um, like taglines for the brand. And um, I said, do you want to like maybe come up with some taglines for the brand? And they said, no, don't do that. And I said, cool, I've already got seven. So I just want to run through a few here. Maybe because as we know on this podcast, God, I coin terms. Okay, it's what I do. I coin terms. It's just something I've always done and uh, kind of got a bit, bit of a knack for it. So I thought with VM Apparel coming on board, maybe this would be a good moment for me to coin some terms here. So I already said, uh, I already pitched them catch me caring, as we know, catch me caring. Catch me caring, bruh, okay? And you got to really give it that, give it some art in your bruh. And uh, they didn't, they didn't, they, they caught, I couldn't catch them caring for, for that saying. They didn't like it. Um, then I said, what about this? VM apparel, not for nerds. Hey, hey, not for nerds. That was pandas too aggressive. And uh, on reflection, that is fair enough. But I still think, dude, f- not for nerds. Got a bit of, got a bit of power to it, you know. Then we had, uh, we had where the fresh food people. I was quickly informed that's already taken by a multi-billion-dollar corporation. Still, I thought there was something there. Then it just had uh, the next one I had was VM Apparel. I'm the best, and I thought that one was pretty good. I thought that one was pretty good. Very to the point. But uh, again, too aggressive. They said, tone it down. But what are this? This one could be good. This one could be good. VM Apparel. I don't know if you're supposed to say the brand name every time. VM Apparel. We on or what? Hey? Hey? We on or what? Dude, I love it because it's broad. It could mean anything and everything or nothing. You know, you see your mate. Oi, we on or what? what? What does that mean? Am I about to punch you? Did you just, like, did I just steal your girlfriend? Did I just steal your girlfriend? Is that why we're about to punch on? We're going to have a beer? We're going to go kick the footy? We're going to go make friends with those Romanian guys kicking the footy? Who knows? We on or what, dude? VM Apparel, we on or what? You know, you roll into a new town, Wollongong, we on or what? I don't know. I I think we on or what could be good. So they're the, they're the, and they were all uh, knocked back. But I think we on or what could be, that's probably the one I'm leaning towards the most. So VM Apparel, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Hey, VM Apparel, we on or what? Right? I'm not mad at that at all. So yeah, it's a great shirt. This one's uh, got a bit of a kind of a leopard print vibe. Maybe welcome to the jungle. I feel like that's already been taken actually, probably. Dude, we on or what? Dude, how good's that? Instantly spark hype. You know, you roll into your mate's place. Lads, we on or what? Girls, we on or what? It rolls off the tongue. Four words, four syllables. Should I have gone into advertising? I don't know. Would have made my mum a lot happier. So VM Apparel. Welcome aboard, guys. Get your shirts. Get a, Give them a follow on Instagram. Give them, a, give them a share. Put them on your story. Get around the lads. Absolutely love it. And the new website is coming as well. So, fantastic news. Fantastic news. And, okay, this is awkward. Does my pod run for a gentleman's 35 to 40 minutes? It does. Have I gone through 10 minutes already just raving about the sponsor? Yes. Now, is it kosher to spend a quarter of your podcast just uh, just doing the ads? If it's your first one, lap it up. Lap it up, I say. Not mad at that at all. So, anyway. Ah, oh, pumped. Alright, so. What happened today? Yeah, not good. Anyway, okay. So, what am I talking about? Alright, so last podcast, I recorded it on Melbourne Cup morning and then went out to Melbourne Cup. 
And I did that very thoughtful piece, I thought, on the whole up to the cup thing. Received no feedback. But that's okay. No, it was uh, it was hardly thoughtful, but a bit of banter in there, hey? So, Melbourne Cup. Let's talk about it, because I had a big day. How was your day? Don't care. Moving on. It's my pod. Back off. It's the last time I'll say it. It is the last time I'll say it. And I'm wearing a real cool shirt now, so I feel I've got a bit more venom behind me. So, Melbourne Cup. Slow start. Slow start. Um, went to a mate's place for a couple of beers after I recorded the pod. Jumped on Sportsbet. Now, I'm not a big punter. Not a big punter traditionally. My dad loves it. Okay, so I usually get a few tips off him. And uh, my first... This is how... This is embarrassing to say, but... I don't know if this is Pelican the Week material, but this is a little blunder to start the day. First, so I'm all omen bets, you know, just, you got you see a name I like at a price that I feel is reasonable, I'm backing you in. So my, the first horse I back in, um, put five on, it's winning by 50 metres. I go, I, I literally look around with my arms up like this, like, how easy is this? I said, how easy is this? You know? And then I, it's, I see on the sports bet thing, it says... Fold. Now, I thought that was like a power-up. You know how they got the power play where it boosts your odds? I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to like fold my winnings in two here, get double the winnings. Kind of like a samurai sword win type thing where you keep folding until you're slicing your enemy's heads off. Yes, I watched The Last Samurai last night. But anyway, so I fold, and it turns out fold means like fold your bet, like cancel the bet, no money down. So my horse was 50 metres clear, absolutely just walking this thing in, and I fold on it. So there goes 40 sheets, first race of the day. Couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. But then uh, we went up, uh, we got an Uber like half an hour away to meet. Uh, my roommate Macca's boss was at this um, this place, the Newport Arms. I think it's called the Newport now. Whatever. And uh, he had an all-day drinks package. A little bit unfortunate for the, for the big fella. He had 10 people coming and like six of them dropped out. So he had like all day drinks for 10 people. Sub in Billy and Macca. What an absolute treat. So we jump in this Uber. It takes like an hour to get there. Immediately we get in with like beers. The guy's like no drinking beers in the Uber. And I say, I, I literally try to Jedi mind trick him. I go, there are no beers in this Uber. And he goes, look. If you don't spill them, it's okay. But if you spill them, I swear to God, like the guy's immediately furious. And yeah, uh, you know he he's uh he's reasonable, but also you could tell there's I don't want to say he saw combat for sure, but man, there's something behind those eyes. You know what I mean? So you better believe. Five minutes into the drive, we hit a speed bump. I drop a full pale ale in his back seat. It's gone everywhere. I pick it up. He goes, "What was that?" I go, "It was empty." He goes okay, I immediately start swigging like the last third of the beer. It's so obvious there's pale ale everywhere. You can smell it. It's so hoppy in the back seat. You would not believe it. So that was a rough start. But then we roll in this free drinks package. How good's this? I'm drinking, I don't know, but it was yellow. Tasted delicious. So I'm drinking away at these things. We're having a great time. I won on, I won on the cup thanks to my dad's tips. Put $3 on like a coward, but still a win's a win. No one can take that from me. So we're drinking these, um, I don't know, we're drinking cocktails just because we can, basically. And uh, spending all this bloke's money, what a treat. He was a legend, his mate was a legend. Um, and Maka got quite pissed and told some stories that, in my humble opinion, I would not have told in front of my boss. He got, he, he... Got into that false sense of security where he just thought we were all friends and it wasn't like his boss. And he told a couple of graphic yarns uh, that I wouldn't have told in front of sort of anyone I respected, let alone my boss. So I don't think they spoke for four days after that. I won't repeat them on the pod because they're in poor taste. But he did at one point say, he did um, mention that he got fired from his last job because he stole so much from the storeroom. And his boss was like, mate, you told me you resigned. And he... and Mac is so pissed. He's like, nah, dude, I just kept stealing so much that I eventually got caught and they fired me. And Mac is like laughing his head off. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't. And you just see his boss go, ugh, right. Well, I'll be keeping more of a, more of a check on the inventory, inventory then. And I was like, ugh, 
Why did you say that? <laughs> I would not have said that at all. But we go, uh, I ended up getting sort of winning of quite a few races. And we had a fun time. We had a fun time. And uh, I think I think the guy who's poisoned me two weeks in a row with the chicken curry pies, I went back to the pie shop again. Uh, because it's the only pie shop open after a certain time. Little window into my... My need for pies. My need for late night pies. And uh, so I go in and he goes, I only have beef. I can see there's a full tray of pies. This guy's mugging me off because I think I was a little bit too loud outside his store about how he kept food poisoning me with the chicken curry. So he, I reckon he knows it's me. He goes, only beef. I go, I can see every flavor is stocked. Stocked to the brim. And he goes, he goes, no, they're all cold. I go, they're not. I can feel the heat coming off them. Like a warm... A warm beacon of sobriety, you know? I'm one pie away from waking up fresh tomorrow morning. And I go, I go, I want the chicken and vegetable. I went chicken again, okay? Yes, it was a mistake. But I thought maybe the curry was the poisonous part. So he goes, he gives me the chicken vegetable pie, scalding hot. I bite into it. It burns my mouth. He looks into my eyes while I'm burned. He knows it was me. He knows it was me. I know that he knows that I know that it was me. That he knows. God, I wish the other pie shop would stay open later. But anyway. But we had, yeah, so, so Melbourne Cup was fun. Wednesday, I did it the sickest gig, actually. It was like uh, this outdoor, outdoor beer garden. Like, it was just going off. Richest place, like, open bar tab for comedians. Unreal. I drove, had a gentleman's two red wines, but still, just even knowing that I could order as much as I want, phenomenal. Lawrence Mooney headlined, The Moon Man. Does Triple M Breakfast here in Sydney. Also a bit of a comedy legend. I've never met him before or seen him perform, so that was pretty cool. Actually, I, don't, I still don't think I met him. I don't think he, I don't think we said hi. But we were very close. Very close physically to each other, which is always exciting. Um, but yeah, that was a sick gig. Um, it was just so fun. We had a bit of a mishap at the house, unfortunately. Uh, this is actually hilarious. So... Uh, we've got four of us staying in the house at the moment, but we've got a fifth under the, under the radar. We've got a little, little squatter in the spare room, that, that McElroy, that Macca, you know, and, uh, Mac is probably the worst guy to have in your spare room as a, uh, unofficial resident because the, the guy's bedroom just looks like a hermit's been living there for like 45 years. Like there's just shit everywhere. Like it's unbelievable. Anyway, um... So the real estate agent called up um, my roommate, Sam, and said, uh, apparently, this is, uh, we, we think it's about Macca living with us. He goes, apparently, uh, your brother, Matt, no longer lives at the residence. And we go, Sam's like, no, he definitely still lives here. What was that about? And he goes, well, uh, we, we needed to get in contact with him regarding some smoke alarms being put into the house. And he told us he doesn't live there anymore. And so we're like, Matt, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to fuck up the, our lease agreement. But what happened was... Maddox gets a call and it's just a guy who goes, I'm from Smoke Alarms Australia. Is this Matt Alexander from 12 Thompson Street? And Matt goes, hey, mate, I've never heard of that guy nor that house. Please do not ever contact me again. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. I love it. So he thought it was like a telemarketer or something trying to like sell him smoke alarms. But it turns out ours are broken and um, the owner of the house is like, Doing, doing the right thing and getting new smoke alarms put in so we don't die one night. Especially all these fires around, you know. But Matt was immediately like, Matt Alexander, never heard of him, nor have I ever heard of that house. Please do not ever contact me again. At the least stage, it was like, what the freaking hell is going on here? So that was awesome. But, uh, <laughs> but then, oh, Friday night. Friday night. Okay. We're rolling through. We're rolling along. This is a bit of a dragged out week because we had Melbourne Cup sort of backing that in, and then, but I've only got a couple stories from the weekend, and then, um, and then we're into, we're into some bloody, just hard-hitting content, you know, just the issues, let's talk about it, let's talk about it, um, as we say, I famously stay away from the issues on this pod, guarantee the one time I touch an issue, I'm somehow accidentally racist and transphobic at the same time, and I'll be talking about, like, like pens, <laughs> I'll talk about like a pen factory being shut down and somehow accidentally be transphobic. But anyway, 
So, 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 what was I talking about? Friday night. Buckle up. Now, Friday night. Got a good strikeout city here. Now, if I was wearing my VM apparel shirt, I'm sure I'd probably, um, yeah, I'm sure there'd probably be a, a beautiful woman laying in this bed next to me. I've no doubt she'd still be here some five nights later. You know, that's the power of the shirt. Uh, but I was wearing a regulation shirt. I don't know what the brand was. I, know, I just know it was trash. So anyway, I, uh, firstly, we run into our mate, this girl, and she's a police officer. And, um, and she's out with her, her commanding officer, the sergeant. Um, I can't remember her name. I just called her Sarge, which she did not appreciate. So she's out with her commanding officer. She's just like finished her like probation or something. So gone out together, like to sign her off and have a few drinks. Anyway, so the sergeant's this woman, pretty hot, but quite intimidating. I would have thought she had a look in her eyes. Like I could fuck you up if I wanted to. And then another look that said, I want to. So that was kind of the vibe of this chick. And, uh, anyway, so I go over, I go, go this girl, oh, hey, Kate, how you going? She goes, oh, this is my commanding officer, so-and-so. I go, oh, hey, nice to meet you. What's, what's the goss? And the other two guys just stand um, talking to our, our friend Kate. So I'm talking to the Sarge. The other two are talking to Kate. And then 10 minutes later, my two mates, um, uh, Adam and Jack, turn to the Sarge and say, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm Adam. And, and the Sergeant just goes off her rocker. She goes, you, she points at me. She goes, he's a man. And then she points back at them and goes, you two are boys. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is sick. And she goes, you guys don't know me. He came up, said hi to me, was respectful, and had a polite conversation. You guys didn't even make the effort to say hi. You're cowards. You are cowards. That's what you are. You're boys in a man's world. I don't want to talk to you. And my mates are like, what the freaking hell is going on here? And I said, that's right, Sarge. You tell him. And she said, don't call me Sarge. And I said, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. But apparently I'm a man and they're boys. Straight from the mouth of a commanding officer. Thank you very much. Did I talk to her again for the rest of the night? No. No, I did not. Quite frankly, she seemed a bit unhinged and or scary. But still. First, uh, she was first woman to call me a man in quite some time. Thanking you, Sarge. Thanking you. And, uh, and to my mates who are boys, all I could say is, lads, you know... Let's talk about the difference between a boy and a man for a second here. A boy looks at fear and goes, nah, runs the other way. A man, a man sprinkles fear on his wheat beaks in the morning. Fuck yeah. Six wheat beaks and a bowl of fear. Full cream milk. None of this soy shit. That's for losers. That's for boys. All right. So lads, if you want to be a man like me, have 12 beers, be friendly to someone Find out after they're like a psychopathic sergeant and then back them up when they call your mates cowards. When she called my friends cowards, do you think I stood up like a man and said, hey, they're my friends, they're good blokes, they're not cowards? No, because I'm not actually a man. I'm a man in disguise. I was an undercover man. I said, you're right, they're cowards. I don't like them. I only use them for lifts, to and from places, to and from events where I'm a man. Thank you, Sarge. She said, once again, do not call me Sarge. I said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. So that was fucking hilarious. Because I'm one of the great men. That's all I can say. And you want to be called a man when I wasn't even wearing my VM apparel? That's something we've not seen before. So, absolutely outstanding. I've held, I've held doors open for women. I've caught a chick when she was falling once. That was pretty cool. I've sculled two beers in a row once. Never been called a man. Said, hey, how are you? Called a man almost instantly. What a treat. What an absolute treat. Oh, thanking you, Sarge. Thanking you. But uh, this is uh, so this is this week's strikeout city. Same night. Move on from the Sarge. She's crazy. She's crazy. I don't I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure she had a concealed weapon on her. I'm pretty sure. I just had that vibe. It was like a sharks in the water type vibe. It was like a she's got a sawn off shotgun down her pants. Uh, either that or she was happy to see me. Okay. All right, Bill, you need to calm down. So what am I talking about? That's right. Strikeout city. Now this week's strikeout city is a good one. I will say that it comes from yours truly. Now I was, I, 
after uh, talking to the star, she's called me a man. My shoulders go back. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The shoulders go back. I think, fuck. I go, do you know what? She is right. I am a man. And then and then a little voice in my head crept in after the ninth schooner. I thought, no, no, Billy, you're not a man. You're the man. You are the man. Because, dude, I keep hearing these rumors, you know. People talk shit, you know. People talk shit. They talk about you behind your back. But I keep hearing these rumors, you know. People are saying behind my back. Talking about me, saying, well, apparently I'm hearing that people are saying I'm the fucking man. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's just gossip, but apparently I'm the fucking man. So, so this is the sort of sociopathic thoughts I'm having on a Friday night. And uh, I uh, oh, I see, see this stunning girl I know. Simply stunning this girl. And uh, she messages me and she says, hey, Billy, come over and say hi. And I go, well, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to go over and say hi. And the lads get in my ear. The boys from before, out of a jack. Men don't listen to boys, but I let the voices in. I let these two voices into my head. They said, Billy, don't do that. Because she was with a couple of friends. And this girl's like a 10. So we were all rattled. They go, they go, don't go to her. Messenger say, I'm going to buy you a drink. Meet me at the cocktail bar. Right? Dumb. So dumb. My first thought... These guys are geniuses. These guys are professional pickup artists. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. So I messaged her that. She goes, she goes, oh no, why don't you just come here? Stop being weird. The lads are like, it's just passive resistance. She wants, she wants, she wants you to go over there. I go, these guys continue to deliver the wisdom I need. So I go to the cocktail bar on the other side of the uh, pub. I get two vodka Red Bulls. I messaged her. I go. Oi, babe, come over. Or something far less aggressive than that. And and you better believe I waited there for upwards of 25 minutes. She's messaging me saying, seriously, can you just come over here? Why are you being so weird? I'm like, no, nah, this is a test. This is a test. So I sit there at the cocktail bar, drinking this vodka Red Bull. After 25 minutes, I go, this is just fucking ridiculous. And I walk over, say hi to her. She goes, oh, hey, Billy, so good to see you. Where's my drink? I looked down. I got so nervous over there waiting for her. I drank the whole thing. Then she go, I go, oh, I drank it. And she goes, oh, that's okay. That's, I'll have that one then. I, and I said, but this one's mine as well. Shocking start. Shocking start. And, and you know what? She, she laughed. And for some reason, at the time, I was serious. I was, I, I don't know why, looking back on this, I was serious. She was like, ha, oh, no, but seriously. I was like, no, seriously, this is mine as well. So I come over after 20, a 25 minute delay where I promised her a drink, no drink. Anyway, we're chatting away. I go, I go this. Turns out um, she's with her, uh, I want to say sister-in-law, cousin, fairy godmother. I can't remember. Some v- weird relation. It's just the two of them. And then they run into this girl who she worked with like eight years ago and is like, this chick's really weird. And this, this chick, I, will, I don't want to speak out of school, enormous woman. Just an enormous woman. Like something we've not seen before uh, when it comes to size. And uh, she's absolutely destroying drinks at such a rapid pace. Unbelievable. She's bopping around. I'm trying to f- regain traction with this absolute sword. Uh, my mate, uh, my mate, uh, freaking Anna comes over. Great girl, but she's absolutely off her rocker. She's like, oh, Billy, what's happening? I'm like, okay. Then, then the lads come over. Then at one point I turn to my left. I go, I go to this Emma girl. I go, oh, where's Emma gone? I go, oh, I've been, I've been ditched. That's okay. They, you know, I totally get it. Like it was going, it wasn't going that great. I was making her laugh a bit, but it could have been going better. Like I said, rocky start. And then I realize I haven't been ditched. Her enormous friend from work eight years ago is standing in between us. I can't see her anymore. There's just like the freaking Great Wall of China standing next to me. So I got like six people squawking at me on this side. Can't even see Emma on this side. I'm going, what the freaking hell is going on here? But you know what? In our darkest moments, we are most open to change. I don't know what that means. Heard it on Avatar the other day. But my mate Mitch steps up. He immediately just goes, I go, Mitch, I give him the old, the old signal. He goes, gives me the signal, no stress. He immediately starts talking to her, to her workmate. Threat to fuse. I go, hey, what's this? Now I'm chatting away with Emma again. Going, this is simply phenomenal. We're back. We're back. Oh, wait. Oh, 
Gotta change the camera mid-story. Fucking technology. Um, so I go, I'm making a laugh. I go, how good's this? We're back. We're back on track. And then uh, you better believe she said she had an early morning and she had to leave almost immediately. That's okay. That's okay. Do I want to blame the workmate for killing all momentum? Yes. Yes, I do. A poor worker blames his tools, but a young man blames her workmate. <laughs> Dude, I'm not killing these analogies today, I'll tell you. But, uh, but yeah, so strike, Strikeout City, I don't know, uh, basically, in summation, a beautiful girl said, come over and say hi, I want to talk to you. I said, I said, no worries, I'll get you a drink. I refused to go near her for half an hour. I then drank her drink, went over and basically talked to the back of her workmate's head for 15 minutes. Probably like longer. And also her workmate, like I did buy this girl a drink in the end. I go, oh Emma, let me get you that drink. I bring it back. The workmate just skulls the whole thing in front of me. She's a freaking animal. Oh, the whole thing, the whole thing was a disaster. So that's Strikeout City for this week. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I've got a good heart. I will say that. I've got a great heart. But, uh, Oh, one more story. Jesus, I'm heavy, I'm heavy on the stories this week. Did I spend too much time on the VM apparel thing? Yes. Do I regret it? No. I just don't regret it. Is this too... Am I too... Like... Uh, we're doing... Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought I had it on Do Not Disturb. That was actually an important text. Showbiz, baby. Show business. Oh, fuck. Okay, actually, that's important. All right, all right, all right, all right. Time to wrap this up. No, that's okay. We can still go about the pod, but I've got some stuff to do afterwards. So, the good times roll on. What was I talking about? Okay, yep. So, Saturday night, we didn't go out. Last story. Last story, I swear. Um, so... Saturday night, we go, let's not go out. This is just silly. We're spending so much money on these weekends. Let's go for a nice dinner, a couple of bottles of red, have a bit of fun. Fantastic. We realize we uh, book a Chinese restaurant and uh, get copious amounts of red wine. To our credit, we did have five beers before we left, but still, keeping it low key. So it's uh, in walking distance as well. So we're walking along, sun setting, having a laugh. In absolute heaven, okay? In absolute heaven. Then... As we're walking there, like maybe 500 meters from the restaurant, we see like there's like an 18th, like like maybe 20, like 18 year old guys and girls in this garage. It's like seven o'clock. We're just walking along. A few of them are like, oi, oi, lads, oi, oi. And they're like, what? Uh, we're like, oh, yeah, boys. And we go, I guarantee when we get back, it, like in two hours' time when we're walking back, these 18 year olds are going to be kicking off at anything with a pulse. Anyway, so we go to this dinner. Dinner was a bit of a shit fight because like we got quite pissed on this on this red wine. And uh, I think we were a bit too up and about for this small family Chinese restaurant. At one point, um, this poor 15-year-old girl who had to wait on our table, it was, oh God, we did not tip her, but looking back, we definitely should have. At one point, my mate, freaking Maka goes to order and just like spits a bit of rice in her face by accident. Like he goes, could I just get the mushu? Literally, she had to like wipe off her face. Like physically, she took a moment and was like, and then wiped it off. We were all just like, we are so sorry. We are so sorry for him. It was deplorable scenes from the lads. The room was spinning more. Our heads were spinning more than the Lazy Susan by the end. Tell you what. Red wine. Makes you silly though. Makes you silly. But we had a fun time. Really fun time actually. Just giggling our heads off. And uh, we're walking back past this 18th. And we go, fuck, here we go lads. Here we go. Guarantee one of these, one of these guys tries to, tries to like throw a bottle at us or something. It just had that sort of vibe of the air, this party. I think one guy was wearing an Adidas hoodie. It was like, pff, someone's getting glassed, you know? So, um, uh, one of the lads goes, oh, look at these fucking losers. And we're like, here we go. Here we go. And uh, so, my mate Ben just yells out, snooze fest. Snooze fest. So funny. Like, just yelling out snooze fest. And uh, these blokes are kicking kick off. We're just walking down the street. We're all just going, snooze. They're like, we will fucking annihilate you. We will kill you. Because they're like, there's, there's all these girls at this party. So they're like, we can't get mugged off in front of these girls. So these blokes are like running out. But then like would stop within 30 meters of us and be like, 
don't make me. And we're, and we're just like, what are you doing? And then my mate Ben's like, snooze fest. My mate Ben is such a placid guy, but after Bottle Red, he was so keen to throw down with these 18-year-olds. I honestly, I, I worry about his internal well-being because I've never seen a bloke so keen for a street fight in all my life. Like, we're all just walking along. At one point, we turn around, we're walking along. These 18-year-olds are still chirping us. And we just, we, just like, we just keep walking. We're laughing our heads off. And uh, we turn around. Ben's 10 metres down the road by himself going, Come and get it, lads. I will ruin you. And, and he's the least aggressive guy. So I don't know if he has problems at home or what. But I was like, this is fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. Anyway, so... Oh, I was so funny. But uh, so we're just like, snooze fast. And these guys like running out. Like they never came near us. But it was so funny. It was just so predictable. But I was I was thinking um how funny it would be like let's say let's say there was a fight like there was never going to be a fight like we're me and my mates are not not violent young men by any stretch but um but imagine that imagine there's a big brawl right and the cops come and uh, and one of these kids has to say to the cop when the cops like uh, what started the uh, the mass brawl and one of these fucking little pelican eighteen year olds has to say well officer um they actually described my seventeenth birthday party as a snooze fest. So, right around then is when we started throwing the bottles. So, I think, you, I, I'm obviously, I'll be pleading self-defense. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. People take things so seriously. God. Oh, man. We've all done it. We've all done it. But, uh, but fuck, it was funny. It's because I think they were a lot drunker than we were. You know, they were all hopped up on, uh, on bloody cruises and God knows what. And those things will send you insane, mate. They'll send you insane. Snooze fest. So good. So good. Oh, God, I got one more story. I apologize for the stories. I hope these are uh, holding up. Um, or should I say that for the next pod? Uh, no, we're doing it. Okay, so last story. And this one is what I thought was really funny. Maybe it's just funny to me. It's not like a big story. So, at my local cafe, there's this girl. Is she the most beautiful girl in the world? Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. She's at least top 10 in my books. But anyway, um, she works at the cafe. I sometimes chat to her when I go to the cafe. And uh, anyway, oh yeah, so I found out she's in year 12. And uh, so she's going to, uh, I don't know how we're talking about this. Anyway. Oh, yeah, she, I, she was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, Billy. I go, yeah, yeah, she goes, I've been doing the HSC. And I was like, oh, well, you're quite a bit younger than I thought, but that's okay. Um, and and she goes, I go, are you going to schoolies? And she goes, yeah, I'm going up to this big house in Nelson Bay. And I was like, yeah, it's not really schoolies, but also whatever. That's cool. Better than the Gold Coast in my books. And she goes, you know how I was had a boyfriend? And I was like, hmm, yes, I do. I think I do remember that little morsel of information. And uh, she goes, well... He broke up with me two days ago because he want he doesn't want to be tied down at schoolies. And I just thought, oh, unbelievable from this bloke. Unbelievable from this 18-year-old bloke. This is literally... And this is when I started to realize that we're all just the same, living the same lives. Like, like this guy, this guy is every 18-year-old that's ever lived. You know, schoolies is coming up. His mates in his ears going like, oh, mate, at schoolies, we'll be rooting like two birds a night. No worries. And he's like... Look, I, I, lo- I love Kate. I love her. She's been my girlfriend for two years. No one knows me better than her. But Jason's right. Jason's right. She's only going to get in the way of me rooting two birds every night. I'm going to have to break up with her. I'm going to... And, and like, just... this. And he would have thought, yeah, boys, big call from me. Thinking he's like... It's, it's just so funny to me that this kid has done this. This girl's like the best girl ever. She's so friendly, so nice. And he's broken up with her because he wants to... Uh, he wants to let loose at schoolies and, and hook up with other birds. Simply prolific from him. Unbelievable form. Like, just just the gall on this kid is fucking unreal. I, I'd buy him a beer just for being so dumb. Just for being so dumb. And uh, and the best part, she goes, yeah, it's going to be pretty awkward, I think. I go, well, Kate, why is it going to be awkward? She goes, well, we're going up as a huge group, like all, all the guys and girls, and, and he's in the group. He's in the group. So, that he, so her and her ex-boyfriend are going to the same house for schoolies. And it's not like a big schoolies. They're going to a small beach town and just getting on the source for a week. And I'm like, this this bloke, I need to meet. I need to meet this kid 
immediately. Like, oh my god. This is this is simply sent I've never seen anything like this. So he's going to the same schoolies as his girlfriend, who is, by the way, an unbelievably beautiful girl and lovely. And uh <laughs> he's going to the same the same house as her. The only girls going are her friends, and he's broken up with her so he can let loose and 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 try and get with other girls. So this kid's going up to Nelson Bay and he's just gonna have a run at his ex-girlfriend's friends every single night, right in front of her. This kid is wild, dude. I don't know who this guy is, but he is wild. Like, this is... And and he, he definitely thinks he's the first bloke to ever do this as well. Like, yeah, boys, big gore from me, but you know, lads are lads. Gotta, gotta do what you, you... You gotta do what you gotta do. Oh my God. What an idiot. What it... This is... I, okay, this is this guy's schoolies from day one to five, okay? Day one rolls in. You know, go, goes up goes up to Kate. Hey, Kate, you know, obviously, whatever happens over the next few days, no hard feelings, babe, yeah? No hard feelings? Yeah, no, all good. Totally understand. And uh, first night, he gets so pissed, but strikes out, but gets so pissed with excitement. Uh, like, Kate, Kate's too sad to even talk to a girl. Next day, he's like, oh, lads, off my rocker last night. I could barely talk to a girl. Second night, he strikes out, and he's like, well, lads, you know, you know, it's a bit rusty, been out of the game for a couple of years. Not not to mention that all the girls are like, uh, Kate's our best friend, what are you doing? Third night, he strikes out again, but he, and at this point, panic starts to set in internally, but outwardly he's like, oh boys, saving myself for the last night, aren't I? Save myself for the last night. Fourth night, he strikes out again and throws a bottle at some bloke who's talking to Kate. Hey, hey! Oh, wasn't it wasn't about you, Kate? I I just didn't like the way he was uh, looking at me. Guy's a piece of shit, you know. Guy's a piece of shit. Next next night, strikes out till about ten. At which point he takes Kate down to the beach for a heart to heart. In tears, he tells her he wants her back and he made a horrible mistake. They fly back to Sydney. I don't I don't know if she takes him back or not. That's up to her. I would assume after his performance across the five days, she wouldn't. But I've. This has happened. This happens every year. Every year, every group. This always happens. This always happens. It's completely wild, and it's it's a rite of passage. Schoolies. I went to the Gold Coast when I wasn't even eighteen. Dumb. But uh, but this this bloke, man. I just I love seeing the. Like, <laughs> she she this Kate girl goes. Can you believe he did that? Like a week before schoolies. Like what is wrong? Uh, like and I was like, yeah, I can totally believe he did that. Because I know like 47 blokes who've done the exact same thing. And they will all come back in tears. In tears. Because every 18-year-old guy, and through the ages, let's be honest, I don't want to rip on just young blokes, but every bloke in a relationship thinks thinks he could just literally do so much damage if he was single, you know? When you're, when you're in, a, in a relationship, a girl smiles at you, you're like, that's just more sex I've left on the table because I'm... I'm with this old ball and chain over here. But it's not, because you're a six, and everyone knows it. You chat, it's not good, but we don't tell you, because you're with a six. Oh, but God, I'll tell you what. It's so funny to me. It's so I can't wait to see what happens with I can't wait to hear about her schoolies trip. I don't know if she's going to take it back or not. I barely know this girl. It doesn't bother me at all. But fuck, it's funny. Oh, this, this kid is prolific. Be- oh, what a guy. What a guy, hey? Oh, my God. I reckon his bag will be two singlets, one pair of board shorts, and 96 condoms. Large, extra thin, so he can feel everything. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. What a young pelican. I love it. I love it. You know? What can you do? What can you do when you're young and you're a pelican? Oh, God. Schoolies, though. What a time schoolies is. Like I said, yes, schoolies. I went, um... So, this whole schoolies thing with this kid, um... This kid, he probably beat me up. I don't know. He's probably huge. I don't know. I'm six two. Tell your friends. But anyway, this whole schoolies thing with this guy uh, dumping his girlfriend like a week before schoolies, it's just making me. It gave me a bit of like existential dread. Like everything's happened before and will happen again type thing. Like this guy's living a schoolies that like thousands of blokes have lived. Like we're all just kind of archetypes going through life. I don't know if I'm wigging out here, but it kind of freaked me out a bit to be honest. Because I, I know like six blokes who've done exactly what he's done. I know exactly what's going to happen. But I don't know. 
it freaked it freaked it freaked me out for about six hours. I was like, we are all just pawns in the universe's game. And then, and then I had a drink of water and just sat down for a bit, you know. But schoolies, so this got me thinking. I want to talk about everything that's going to happen to schoolies this year because it's happened before and it'll happen again every freaking year. Every year, the same thing will happen. You go to schoolies, you're going to make a ton of friends, but you're also going to lose a really good one, and you don't know which one yet. But uh, one morning, probably after, probably day four, you'll wake up with a lot of cruisers around you and you will have deleted your mate's phone number and that'll be the end of that until uni when you realize who gives a shit about schoolies. But uh, someone will be getting punched in the face as well. Wrap your head around that before you go to schoolies. If you go to the Gold Coast, I'm pretty sure they do it at the airport. That's how they stamp your passport. Uh, But somebody will be clocking a punch. Whether they deserve it or not is not really in the schoolies ethos. It's kind of a swing now, ask questions later type mentality. Um, but, you know, schoolies, it's going to get weird. It's going to get weird. There's going to be alcohol. There's going to be a lot of cruises. You know, you're going to think you've got alcohol poisoning, but it's mostly just sugar calcifying in your stomach, okay? You need to have some broccoli and calm down. But, uh, man, schoolies, there's going to be some deep moments, all right? Someone's going to knock back a, a joint and say, holy shit, dude. Everything's going to be different next year, isn't it? Do you think we're all going to stay close? You're not, and that's okay. You're going to make better friends. You're going to make better friends, okay? Once you start uni, you'll realize you didn't actually have 84 high school friends. You had three, and that's fine. That is totally fine, because you had three fucking sick ones. You had three legends, okay? And then you had a lot of no-frills fringe fringe mates who are serviceable, but will fade away. That's okay. That happens. You know, there's going to be drugs. There's going to be drugs at schoolies, especially if you're going to Byron or the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, oh, Jesus Christ. Good luck out there. Good luck. You go to the Gold Coast, one of your mates will fall in love with a stripper. You can't save her. She took all your money. She took all your mum's money that she gave you in case of emergency. She meant like if you get stranded and can't afford a taxi. Not if Destiny tells you you, she thinks there's a connection there, you know? Not if Destiny tells you she thinks there's a connection, okay? Okay. But, uh, oh man, I remember I couldn't even get into the strip clubs when I went to schoolies. God, all the lads were talking about it. I was like, God, I wish, I, I wish, you know, I wish. That's what I said. That's what I said to myself. But I don't know. Someone's going to fall off a balcony. I don't know why they keep letting these kids have balconies. Balconies should be like, should be like, you know, cars or something. Demerit point system. I don't know. Who are these people who are trying to get even higher on a balcony? You're already up there, you know? Let me sit on the edge on a stool as I knock back my 24th VB slash cruiser. I mixed him in a blender because one of the lads dared me to. Back off. And uh, I don't know. You will betray a mate in uh, in, in pursuit of a, a beautiful young woman. And you know what? That's life, brother. Okay. Don't, don't say sorry, you're preparing him for the real world, okay? It's a harsh world out there, and when you take Tiffany right from under his grubby little hands, that'll be his welcome point. That'll be his, his little welcome to the world we live in, because it's rough, it's hard, and Tiffany's for me, not you. Back off. But, uh, I don't know, there's going to be sand everywhere. There was, I didn't even go to the beach at schoolies, there was sand everywhere. Fucking everywhere. But I don't know. You will lie to your mum like three times throughout the week. She'll call you as like your mates like getting lifted into an ambulance. Like, yeah, me and Damo are just having a couple of chilled ones. You know, been a pretty big week. Yeah, yeah, I'm his legal guardian. Take him to the emergency room. Nah, he always bleeds that much. I honestly wouldn't stress. I'm on the phone to his mum right now. Yeah, mum, the Gold Coast beaches are so beautiful. Went for a surf yesterday. Waves weren't great, but we had fun. You know how it is. Dude, someone will get a horrific injury. It's schoolies. What a wild time. I don't know. I reckon go to like a small town or somewhere and just like get in a house. That's the way to do it. Uh, I don't know. What else happens at schoolies? Oh, the other, the other thing that will absolutely happen at schoolies, you will, and I cannot stress this enough, you will fall in love with a girl from Melbourne and you'll think it's only an hour flight. Maybe we could do this, but you can't let her go. It's over. It's over. Okay. Nah, but she's different, and she said she might go to uni in Sydney anyway, but she's not different. She'll break your heart and ruin your 20s. 
Let it go. But, uh... But maybe you should. I don't know. She sounds pretty cool, hey? Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, man, schoolies. What a time. What an absolute time. Also, you will be dancing with a girl and 25-year-old Tooley will take her from you. Now, it's not fair. It's not right. But it will happen, okay? The only real recourse you have is in seven years' time when you're 25, you can go back and get with that Tooley's 18-year-old sister. That's what we call the circle of life, okay? But it's a wild, it's a wild place, schoolies. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, God. There's gonna, yeah, there's gonna be drugs. Someone's gonna green out after one hit of some buffalo grass they bought off a bloke. That happens, hey? That happens. It looked green. I know it did. I know it did. And let me tell you this as well, kids. You buy a bag of Coke for 70 bucks, I wouldn't bother putting that washing powder up your nose. It's just gonna scratch. And you're not gonna get any high from it, all right? Don't trust anyone. If he's 45, just because he has a lanyard doesn't mean he's a year 12 student, you know? He wants to... Yeah. He probably wants to just beat you up and take your money. That's what happened to me anyway. But yeah, I don't know. Last time I was on the Gold Coast, two of my mates got cow punched in two different nights for no reason. That place is a cesspit. I recommend Byron. They will swing at you, but they'll be so stoned, it'll come so slowly, you'll have time to duck three times over and get an Uber home before they even connect. So that's Schoolies, guys. Good luck out there. I don't even know when Schoolies is. It's just this girl at the cafe told me about it. <sighs> schoolies. What a time. What an absolute time. I love it. I, I did have a lot of fun. But pretty much everything I said did happen. And I wasn't even 18. I remember this girl was really keen on me at schoolies and I was 17 and did I, oh man, I was scared. I just remember being so scared. She was like, come back to my place. I was like, I have work in the morning. She's like, we're at schoolies. I was like, ah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a wild world, but schoolies is fun. Enjoy it. Stay safe. If guy's got a neck tattoo, I'd steer clear. That's a general rule you can take with you throughout life as well. But uh, I kind of lost my mind on that schoolies thing a bit, but that was just me reminiscing a little bit there. This was very sort of drinking, circuity themed. Got a bit lost in the VM apparel. Let's do a little recap. I'm not afraid to. A lot of great yarns. A lot of great yarns in this one. Hope you enjoyed them. I've just, I've just crossed my legs. That's arrogant. That's a power play because it's my podcast. You can back off. It's the last time I'll say it. But, uh, oh, just burped. That's in poor taste. So, um,. The podcast, yep. Get around VM Apparel. Get around me. Get around uh, some uh, some clips on the old YouTube, etc. And tell your fucking friends. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's stronger than me. Don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.